Welcome back in to the soft, soothing sounds of the Clay Edwards Show. Wolfman Clay. <laughs> anyway, welcome back into the Free Range Human Show of Choice. This segment brought to you by our friends over at Burgers, Blues, Barbecue. Guys, if you haven't watched my video yet, on uh, we stream live on TikTok, but it's, you can't watch them past their live. I downloaded it. Had over 30,000 people watching in live time Saturday. Insane. I've never done a, I've never had anything that big. Uh, but it is available on the Save Jackson YouTube channel now if you want to go watch it. <clears throat> they did a Smash Burger Challenge competition. Six people sat down. They each had a massive Smash Burger Tower of Smash in front of them. And they had 45 minutes to eat it. Uh... Bo Trebitich, uh, Reservoir Police, Reservoir Patrol, Police Chief Travell Dixon, uh, Philip Yarbrough, how does uh, Christy Odom, and uh, several others. They sat there and they tried to eat this whole thing. Between the six of them, it's ninety. Patties of hamburger meat, 90, <laughs> and nine pounds of fries. Each plate was three and a half pounds. I'm sorry, three pounds of hamburger. <laughs> Say that, three pounds of hamburger and a pound and a half of fries. So each plate had four and a half pounds of food on it. It was wildly entertaining, for one thing. I think that's why we had so many views online. It just kept getting better and better. So they couldn't. No, nobody could quite finish. Uh, Chief Dixon came the closest. Shout out to Travell. So what they did is they brought out the scales, and they 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 adjusted them to to account for the the tray. And uh, I think Chief Dixon had like one point two pounds left, something like that. Don't quote me on it. And he was our winner. And I even took the Fafo Championship belt down there, uh, just with a freshly minted Fafo sticker. Right in the middle of it. And uh, Chief got a picture with it. He's a great dude, man. Uh, he's another adult wrestling fan. So I always love getting to spend time with uh, with Chief Dixon. I'm, I've known him for years and years and years. Just a really solid human being. Bo, uh, Bo has a charity, uh, Shine. I forget what the acronym stands for, but it's to help raise money for human sex trafficking and all that type stuff. It was a great time. And I say all that to say this. I encourage you to get by. If you think you can beat the challenge, uh, it's available at all three of the Burgers Blues barbecue locations. Cost 100 bucks if you don't finish it. If you finish it, it's on the house. You get a free T-shirt, and you get your face or your name on the wall, something like that. You get memorialized because <laughs> you're probably going to pass away. <laughs> I kid. I kid. I did not envy any of these people watching them do that. But man, was it fun! So like I, they, uh, I talked to Stephen Soller, the owner. He's like, "Hey, if you come out and you want to do the challenge, you know, have a little patience with them. You know, it takes them thirty, forty-five minutes to get it all built and put together and the presentation ready. But it's a tower of burger. I'll send anybody a picture that wants to see it." But I highly recommend going out, checking out my Facebook page. I mean, not my Facebook, my YouTube channel. It's at SaveJXN. It's my most recently uploaded video. It's got a picture of the burger there. Then, of course, you can see it all. 
But man, <clears throat> even if you don't want to try the burger, the, the the Smash Burger Challenge, go get a regular Smash Burger. They got them on sale this month. Smash Burger and fries. It's like it's, it's like ten bucks and some change. You can't beat it. It's one of the juiciest burgers I've ever eaten. Uh, but y'all already know that this place is famous for their burgers. Also, try their salads, their wraps, their cheese logs. Because calling them a cheese stick would be a disrespectful would be disrespectful to these things. They're huge. They're so big you can actually order them individually for two dollars each. You don't have to order all all six because unless there's three of you eating, you ain't eating all six. Uh, they got three locations: Madison and Brandon, and the new location right there in Floatwood, directly in front of Dick's Sporting Goods. That's burgers, blues, barbecue. They also got you taken care of for blue plate lunches. All your catering needs, whether it be five or five thousand people, and they have two food trucks for your special events. So check them out today. Burgersblues.com. All right. Man, I finally got around Sunday to watching the entire Cat Williams Shannon Sharp interview on Club Shay Shay. Should I name should I change the name of this show to Club Clay Clay? It's kind of got a ring to it, doesn't it? Club Clay Clay. Sounds a little gay gay. But uh, anyway, it, it worked for them. There are over 30 million views in just a few days on this interview. To say it went viral would be uh, an understatement. They went through lots of stuff. And I, I've got some quotes here, this, that, and the other. All the accusations he made about Hollywood and uh, them having to, basically having to sell your sexuality to them uh, and take part in all their nonsense. At some point, he accused Ludacris uh partaking in a basically a, a a gay orgy of some sort at a party and then ludicrous instead of responding like any rational man would does a little rap song about him charleston white does a great does a great bit on this i recommend you find the charleston white's reaction to this but he brought up a good point he said man is this man just accused you of uh, of coming out a door at a same sex Get together, a private door, and you and your your first reaction is to to write a song, to write a little jingle about it. He said, "No, no, that ain't how that ain't how real G's handle stuff." And I I tend to agree with him. I tend to agree. You know, one of the, you know from a just an inspirational side of it, I haven't seen too many people talk about this. You know, Cat referred to having trampoline skin. It's like, man, no matter what they throw at me, it, you know, it kind of bounces off and it makes me stronger. And I get more popular and more famous every time they throw these controversies at me. You know, that, that really hit. He, you know, it really does. And I feel like my life has been similar. It's like the, 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 the hotter the fire gets, the, the better I seem to perform. Either my nerves are a ball or, or a wreck. But that really hit home for me. And there's a lot of y'all out there. It ain't just got to be in media. It can be in your day-to-day life. You know, when the... When the when your back's against the wall the most is when most of you come out swinging the hardest, and I dig that, I dig that. <clears throat> and you know, I think there's probably somebody out there listening right now who's been through a lot the last week. You know, thinks that thinks that it can't get no worse, and they're gonna come back. They're gonna be bigger, better, stronger than ever. Because they're gonna bounce back. They got that trampoline skin. But here's something Cat Williams brought up, and this is kind of the real the real topic I want to talk about here in this last long segment of the show is. Black men, famous black men being put in dresses. And no sooner than I got through watching that, I was 
strolling through Facebook or Instagram or something or another, and I saw where a, a rapper, Kid Cudi, and I, I'm not a Kid Cudi fan. I couldn't tell you who half these new rappers are. Kid Cudi may be openly gay, and this is a moot point, so I, I really don't know. You know, I know a lot of openly gay people that don't wear dresses, so I, I think this is just a mental a mental issue, a mental health issue, or whatever, but again, neither here nor there. Kid Cudi tells Rolling Stone magazine or Complex or one of these, you know, he's performing. Where was he performing? I got it right here. Bear with me. I actually made notes to this and did show prep. <clears throat> he performed on Saturday Night Live and said, quote, I've never felt so free and alive. Man, he looks like he's wearing a dress from Grandma's family. I mean, he's literally wearing a little old white lady dress, like a church dress. I mean, not even like some designer Kim Kardashian type stuff. I mean, he just, he, it literally, it looks like a, a tablecloth dress, a picnic tablecloth dress. Um, Cat Williams brought this up, not this particular incident, but got to talking about Hollywood putting black men in dresses. And there's there's a clear and coordinated attack on the masculinity of America. But for some reason, it's laser-focused on the black hip-hop and celebrity community. I don't think you can argue this. Ain't but a handful of them that ain't ain't had to, they call it, put on the dress. Cat Williams made it clear that he ain't put on the dress. And... I'll tell you somebody local who ain't put on the dress. Kim Wade. Kim Wade ain't put on the dress. Keep that in mind. You know, we just start talking about who's going to be the next mayor of this city. I bet the current one <clears throat> probably has some dresses in his closet. And uh, somebody on my Facebook, Chris, that always listens to the show. Uh, I hate to acknowledge somebody by their color, but we have two different Chris's. We have a white Chris and we have a black Chris. Uh, Black Chris that calls in a lot uh, made this point on my Facebook about white celebrities that have done it too, that are supposed to be macho men type guys. And uh, he he, he got me there. I mean, I knew, you know, obviously I know that white dudes have been wearing dresses, but they did this with, they did this with us too. This happened more back in the nineties and two thousands. I haven't seen a quote unquote straight white guy in a dress in a while admittingly I don't watch a whole lot of Hollywood movies anymore either but there, there there's there's a clear again a clear and coordinated attack on masculinity in this country and they want you to think that being masculine is a toxic trait and you got to fight against that fellas you know if, if you're a little bit older that testosterone, I ain't doing this just to, to, to plug a sponsor here. I'm being real talk with you. Your testosterone levels are a dang good place to start when it comes to your masculinity. And can you be a man without testosterone? Yes. Yes, you can still be a man with low T. I'm just saying. If you want to become a beast, an unstoppable lion, just get your levels checked, dog. But that's what they do, man. They've... They've watered down, they've dumbed down our food supply and our water supply and this crap they put in foods, these preservatives, these medicines that bring our testosterone levels down. It, it is an all-out attack on our testosterone levels as men and as 
masculine men. Whether it's from taking the fathers out of the homes, the foods we eat, the crap we drink, the nonsense we get ourselves into, somebody's got to stand up and start calling this out. I'm, I'm trying to look at some guns and gear text here. Uh, unknown texter says, keep on preaching. Thank you, brother. I will. Next unknown texter says, being a weak man is a toxic trait. I read a quote uh, when Dr. Walker was still here. I know y'all have all heard me say this a bunch, and you've seen it a bunch. And with every passing day, it becomes more and more real. And it's becoming easier and easier to see it and understand it and see it in motion. And the quote is, hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. That's what happened the last 20 years. And weak men create hard times. That's what's happening today after a couple of weak cucks that we had as president in Obama and Joe Biden. One real man got in there whose testosterone level's got to be 10,000. Donald Trump's just dripping it. One man got in there, and you saw how all these little low-T SOBs reacted. They can't stand a real man doing real man stuff. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. As we got our last couple minutes here, if we land the plane for the day. Guys, I just want y'all to go back and think about that conversation I had. How outraged all of you were about um, what happened at a local dealership. You know, you, you, know you, you all screamed, and I'm not even saying you're wrong for, for being upset. You all screamed about how dare somebody do that to an active service member. Again, I want to remind you, and I want to challenge you to donate to Fifth Squad. It's a local Mississippi-based charity that helps veterans who are in hard times. This is rant for veterans, by veterans. These are friends of mine. I know them personally. It's the only charity I've consistently been locked up with for as long as I've been doing this show. You can go to fifthsquad.com, the number five, fifthsquad.com. Click donations. You can make a one-time $10, 25 $50, $100 donation, or you can make it monthly. And uh, come out there, man, $10 a month goes a long way to help and put food on a veteran's plate or pay a light bill they can't afford put some clothes on their back in the winter months. That's fifthsquad.com. Would love to know they got some donations today because of the Clay Edwards Show. Allison Thorpe is up next. I will see you guys back here tomorrow, Tuesday, on WYAM.